his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Sometimes you need a change of pace. That includes your finances. Get smart with your budgeting with financial tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's trusted experts will set future you up for success by untangling today's web of financial misinformation. Learn about smart investing strategies, tax planning pointers, and travel tips to save on a fun family getaway. Maybe somewhere tropical? Spring ahead for smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Hey now, how y'all doing? <laughs> You're listening to Steel Talking. I'm your host, Geraldine Steele. It is what I love to do is be here with you on a Sunday night. My favorite thing to do. And guess who's joining me right now? Jonathan, did I hear you say Susie Jones is in the house? <laughs> <laughs> Geraldine, it's so nice to hear you sing. Oh, honey, I love to sing. You I, know, I, I was, honestly, I was just thinking, you know how Kelly Clarkson on the her daily show she does, she sings yes. a song. She does. Maybe you should sing a song. Oh, as part of your show. As part of my show, like open my show singing a song. <laughs> oh my gosh. Something different. <laughs> Who that knows? would be just, a trip and I'd have just, to pay people for the song. Just don't Period. I was about to say, just don't sing the happy birthday song or we're gonna <laughs> <Right>. get sued. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true though. You have to be so careful with that. And I'm sure she's got the producers and the big money behind her to do that. But I think Yeah, yes. we do that here, honey. We're in trouble. Suze, first of all, I got one question for hmm. you. Okay, so you hear the news today. We just heard the news. And, of course, we're hearing all about these gun shooting and, you know, deaths and murders. And you just kind of go, how difficult is it? It must be for someone like you who reports the news to have to constantly talk about that. It's an interesting question because I've been doing this a long time. In fact, this is my 25th year at WCCO Radio. And I think to a degree, as callous as it sounds, you know, you sort of just report the facts and you don't really let them in emotionally. Now, I have certainly, Geraldine, have had times in my career where I've become close to a story and it has had an impact on me emotionally where I've teared up or actually gone home and cried because things can get just so sad. Um, but in general, I, I, as hard as it is to say, because, you know, you don't want people to think I don't care. Of course I care. But mostly I just read read the facts, if that yeah, makes you sense. Know. You and know? it's the same thing with us. Those of us that don't report the news, same thing. It, it, you tear up sometimes when you hear these stories. Mm-hmm. It just breaks your heart. Like the Hurricane Ida. Oh. I am I am just stunned. And, you know, it happened on the same day as Katrina, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and it's even more powerful than Katrina, but not as wide as Katrina. I mean, you can sit here and cry all day over that, knowing that New Orleans is getting hit again on this day. Yeah, unbelievable. And, you know, to see the pictures down there and building the roofs of buildings coming off. And we haven't even seen it. I mean, it's right now they're getting hammered and we won't really see the impact for what, a day or so? I don't know how long hurricanes, Jonathan knows about hurricanes. How many days of bad weather is it before you get a chance to really examine 
the damage. The damage. It, it depends right. on how fast those storms move. Um, there was some question this one was stalling out a little, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. If, if, if the storm stalls out, you're going to have it's, – it's just going to continue to pile up, uh, not just with the wind. The wind will die down because it's not over – usually over a source of water, mm. but with the rainfall, with, with the rainfall continuing to come in and continuing to dump on those, on those regions. The, one, the two examples that I was going to say that it just caused devastating uh, damage were uh, Hurricane Harvey, the one that just sat outside of Houston for three or four days and just sat over the Gulf of Mexico and just brought enormous uh, amounts of rain. And then I'm, I'm trying to remember, I think it was Dorian, the one that was over the Bahamas and just stalled mm, and sat over the Bahamas. Terrible. That was just utterly, utterly devastating to, those, to that country. And just uh, I, I, the, the amount of damage there, you couldn't – I think it took about a week for them to finally figure out what was going on because the storm, storm just sat. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Go ahead, Susie. Oh, I was just going to say, Daryl, and there are reports that some cities in the path of Ida will get 20 or more inches. Inches of rain. I mean, we Water. do our little rain gauge in our backyard, and we're looking at a half inch. And I just, you know what I mean? We had that rain this weekend, a half an inch, an inch, an inch and a half. And to see 20 inches, you can't even imagine it. You know, I think we're really good with our local news here at WCCO Radio. But I have to tell you, oftentimes I listen to national news, and all of a sudden they'll stop talking about a devastation, um, a hurricane, and how bad it was. Like what happened in Puerto Rico. Remember, mm-hmm. we didn't hear. Mm-hmm. You know, he the, the, at the time the former president went and threw you know paper towels at people. We heard about that forever, and then everything went silent. I have no idea how well they are doing or how well they are not. What stops a story? Oh boy, that is a Interesting question. I've often wondered about that because we're so into a particular catastrophe for a while. I mean, Haiti just had a huge earthquake. Earthquake, big. How many died? I mean, they're still in rubble. Well, don't forget that Haiti had the earthquake after their president was assassinated. Assassinated. But that's one example. It's just to the next big story. It's just to the next big headline. You know, I think about the building that collapsed in Florida. Yeah. Surfside, yeah, that's you know that, that was, was a cr- that was huge story. That was big story. less than two months ago, yeah, and now right. it's in every it's it's back Forgotten. of mind. Yeah, exactly. And let's that's hear, what I'm talking about. Yeah. So who decides when the story stops? I think it is like Jonathan said. When the next thing happens, certainly, um, if it's a story that you're for lack of a better word, we call it developing. But in Surfside, that was developing. So we wanted to know every day something new was going to happen. But when, but when they announced that they were going, they were only, they had stopped trying to, what was it? Search? To find people, yeah. but they were recovering, right? Yeah, it, you know? it went from a, from a um, rescue. Search, and, search and rescue well, to a search mm-hmm. and recovery. Cover. Sometimes and that will do it, Gerilyn, that yeah, exactly. it, when, it's, when there's no longer sort of that spark of life. But it's very peculiar. I mean, the the world of news the the is very um, individual and pers- and it has it's subjective based on ideology. Sadly to say, you know, you know, Fox has a reputation of being more conservative, CNN more liberal. So there can be that slant too to whether or not a story is the lead. How long it's the lead, but it's it's an interesting and, world. And I've said this before. I'll say it again. I'll say it till my last breath. 
the 24-7 news cycle that started back in the early 80s with CNN and really exploded and really took off in the 90s when you had MSNBC and you had Fox News come on the scene, that has really dominated the way news comes across now. It's, it's good for the fact that you can get more information, you can possibly get more uh, information on stories that you might not see all the time, but the bad part about it is that whole mentality of being first to the scene, first with the headline, first on the air, that has, it, it, it pushes things aside, I think, much quicker than it would have been 30 years ago, 40 years and, ago. And by the way, it's the same thing with the weather. You know, after a big hurricane hits and you see the massive damage, all of a sudden it stops. It doesn't mean people are not still rebuilding. It doesn't mean people are, are still dead that they haven't found. It doesn't mean that. But all of a sudden the story just stops. Yeah. We're kind and of move uh, on to the next thing. Well, And the problem is with weather particularly is that there are times when, let's say you have a severe thunder, uh, a line of severe thunderstorms, a big tornado outbreak in minnesota iowa missouri and it continues to move on east the problem is you can't stay on that story in minnesota iowa and missouri because the next day it could affect michigan ohio and pennsylvania and and kentucky the weather continue is a continuous cycle that's the issue when you're talking about a weather system or devastating weather phenomenon but All right, I, I have but one. I, go ahead. Susie. I just want to say ahead. I have one final thought that, too, we have become as a society much more um, impatient and uh, ADD. We like we sort of glance at shiny things and then we're on to the next thing. And I do think that the essence of savoring news, taking your time, reading an article, we just want boom, 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 and then move on. And there's, you know, that's too bad in a lot of ways. Yeah, it really is. I pray for you. I, f- I pray for everyone that's, uh, you know, dealing with the news, trying to put it out there, whether it's with the weather or uh, news you. about killings or, or just healing. You know, every now and then you get those really great stories yes. that are thrown in there. So um, thank, thank you goodness. for what you do, honey. I, uh, I think about you all the time. I love you and I miss you. Love you too, honey. Okay, bye-bye. Too. All right, we're going to take a break and come back with our first guest at 720. We'll be back in a moment. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.
It is now 721 here at WCCO. Welcome back. You are listening to Steel Talking. I'm your host, Geraldine Steele. And, of course, you've been hearing all that is happening in Afghanistan. It is really quite unsettling for so many Americans, so many of us that know that there are many, many that helped us in many ways when the war was going on. And now that the war is ended in a difficult, different way, um, now there are those that have come here, and, and many more will be coming as well. So I want to tell you about Ariana Kebab and Guido Bistro, an Afghan restaurant in St. Louis Park, is raising funds for displaced Afghans through a crowdfunding campaign. The restaurant plans to send donations to three nonprofit organizations providing aid to Afghans in Kabul. And our guest tonight is uh, Tabassum Sadozais. I hope I have that correct. How are you, Tabassum? I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm doing well, and did I pronounce your name correctly? Yes, it's Tabasum Sadozai. Oh, excellent. Um, I know that your parents came to the United States from Afghanistan, and their families' uh, hearts are just bleeding over the unrest in their home country. Now, you are joining us to talk about the history of the family and how people can help just by stopping by their St. Louis Park location. So first of all, I want to say to you, there are three nonprofit organizations. Uh, give us the names of those three that will be, um, that, that will be getting the donations that uh, the crowdfunding campaign will, will receive. One of them is Afghan Women um, in Afghanistan. They have an organization where they work with um, helping Afghan women, um, children, and orphans. Um, Islamic Relief uh, for Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. And then, the, go ahead, sorry. No, you go ahead. I'm listening. Oh, and then Haifa Cares um, is another organization that we're working with. So I understand there's one called W-A-T-A-N Welfare. Is that still being um, one of the causes that will get some of the donations? Yes, of course. That's also another organization that we're working with, um, not just three, um, as many as we can work with at this point that are on the grounds in Kabul, helping families that are on the streets, um, sleeping in tents, just providing food for them, clothes for them, um, extra cash if they need to go back home in cabs, um, all that stuff. That's a lot of stuff. And what you're trying to do is really quite remarkable. Are you the only one doing this, or do you have lots of people that are involved trying to help this crowdfunding campaign be a success? Yes, our whole family in Minnesota is involved in sharing and um, just trying their best to help raise funds. My cousin Samira is also right next to me. She's been with me every single day um, working on the ground to get um, food for these new, food and clothes for these new um, refugees coming in. And, you know, she also has a lot to say, too, about what's going on. Well, tell me how you're doing during this very difficult time. What are you hearing from family, from refugees? Are they nervous? Are they uh, afraid? Uh, family and refugees, uh, so family on the ground in Kabul, they're um, very afraid for their lives. Like, they're not sure if they're going to be able to get out, especially with the U.S. withdrawal. Um, and, and now, you know, as we're seeing, the Taliban is going to start to take over power of Kabul airport. Um, it's actually really terrifying for them. We have worked with 
um, Senator Klobuchar's office, and we've connected with um, some people there, um, sent over their information in hopes that we could work with the Department of State to um, bring them here to the state. But we're just we're just not sure if that's going to go anywhere or what that's going to look like. Are you Emily? Are you, tell me your name. Oh, I'm so sorry, ma'am. My name is Samira. It's S-A-M-I-R-A. Yeah. All right, Samira, thank you so much for giving us that update. So now we're all watching this unfold. Uh, Many churches, many people are starting to talk about what do we do, what can we do. Are you actually going to uh, corporations trying to get them to help fund this crowdfunding campaign? Are you asking churches? Tell me who you need to get on, on board. You know, any all hands on deck. That's our opinion. All hands on deck. Everybody that can help should help. That anybody that wants to help should help. You know, um, the, the war in Afghanistan. You know, it destabilized the the it stabilized the country for you know a certain amount of time. But now with the Taliban takeover, it's completely destabilized everything. These people are coming here with the clothes on their backs. It's very much. Um, you know, similar to when our own parents came here during the Soviet invasion. They came here with nothing but the clothes on their backs. And the generosity of a lot of the organizations here in Minnesota, our mothers were sponsored by a church organization here 30 years ago. And well, so, I tell you, you know, we want... Oh, I tell you, uh, Tabasum, here's the thing. I, I want you to know that people are thinking about you. They're thinking about this now that they're hearing about it. And if they want to know where to go to, to uh, give, where do they go? What is the website? Um, so we have a family friend named Sonia Sahar who's actually um, co- collecting physical donations. Okay, but the crowd, the crowdfunding campaign, that's online, correct? That, that's on GoFundMe. Yes, GoFundMe. Okay, so GoFundMe, and then what do you put in in order to make sure that people are giving to the right cause? It's Ariana Kebab. Uh, it should be under that name. It's named under the restaurant that the restaurant okay. is collecting these funds on the behalf of the, of the behalf of the refugees. All right, Ariana Kabob, K-A-B-O-B, uh, or you can go to arianabistro.com for more information as well. Uh, it's been a pleasure having both of you on. Thank you so much. And as people try to find a place where they can go and help, Americans do love to help. Uh, we have so many questions, and there will be more talk about that, but I'm really glad that you came on tonight to clarify this. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for your time. We appreciate it. Take care, ladies. Take care, please. Thank you so much. All right. We're going to have to take a break here in just a moment. We're also going to give you the updates on um, uh, on WCCO. I'm sorry. Uh, the National News will give us an update on the hur- uh, hurricane that is really doing some damage. And um, just stay tuned. We'll get that at 31 um, every time at the bottom of the hour. So stay tuned. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to level up your financial game? Let NerdWallet guide you with smart strategies for lasting success. Get savvy tax planning pointers to maximize your savings, money-saving travel tips for your next family getaway, and investing insights like how a 529 plan can help you send your kids to college. Unlock the key to saving to help you earn more money. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you in 2024. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. 
Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Steel Talk, and I'm your host, Geraldine Steele. And again, it's what I love to do on a Sunday night is be with you. And here we are. I am excited to reintroduce to you Buffy Bleasy. Why am I speaking with Buffy tonight? Not only is she a friend, but the bottom line is that she started an event that has changed its name, changed its branding, and it is an important thing to know about, ladies. It's all about getting paid equally, right? We've been fighting this story for a long time, but Buffy Bleasy has really been on top of this, trying to make sure and find a way for us to make the money that we are worth. Equal pay, period. Here she is joining us right now, Buffy Bleasy. How you doing, Buffy? I'm excellent, Geraldine. How are you? I'm doing great. I wanted to take the time to let people know exactly who you are, why you do what you do, and what do you do. So let's start with who are you and how did you become the Buffy Bleasy we all know and love? Well, I don't know. I mean, I think uh, a lot of this was just a long journey, climbing the corporate ladder and realizing that, you know, there's so many of us who are working really hard and not getting the same opportunities that other people get. And so uh, a while ago, I, I kind of made it my goal and mission to find ways to create a stage for women, uh, non-binary, transgender women to get the, you know, the money and the prestige and the stage that they need. So we've been morphing all of this work we're doing in a way to elevate those voices and, you know, get them the money, and get them the stage time. So how much of a challenge was this in the beginning? I know at first you, it was the Twin Cities uh, Women's Expo, I think it was, and you took that and made it, be, you turned it into something completely different so that we could really put out there that it's all about being paid equally. How difficult has this journey been? And tell me how much joy you've had with it as well. Right. Yeah. So, you know, a few years ago, we we did buy the Twin Cities Women's Expo, and we've been morphing that along the way and uh, created an organization called Rock What You Got, which is our entire mission is to elevate the voices of women. And, you know, it is hard. I mean, I think, you know, a lot of times people just think that we're fine, that, you know, we don't need another place for women to go and to get the resources that they need 
But ultimately, there's still a big gap out there, uh, especially in the entertainment world. You know, who gets selected first for things? Who gets the big payouts? And, you know, I, I will tell you, it's, you know, when, when the world thinks that everything's fine, it's hard to get their attention to say, hey, you know, it's not really all that fine still. I mean, we're still fighting this, you know, 80% number. And if you're a, a, a woman of color and you're somebody in the entertainment industry, you are seeing even less of that money and that time. So what are women saying to you when you call them or you say, hey, I'm, I'm doing something, I'm trying to promote, you know, equal pay. Are you interested in this? What are women saying? You know, I think a lot of people are really excited about it, but, you know, it also takes some effort. And with anything in the world that we're trying to change, keeping people's attention on the, the bigger picture is really hard. I mean, I, I spend a lot of time talking to people and I love when they're excited about the work that we're doing. And when they see who we're putting on stage, they're, they're really prompt about it. But we also have to take action. And, and, you know, our events are for everybody, by the way, it's not just, you know, women who come to them. It's that we put women front and center. And, you know, I, I hope to get to a place where nobody asks us, like, hey, why would you ever want to go and see something that only had women on that stage? And it's normal to, to see a lineup that's just with some powerhouses. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm, I continue to work on that and have conversations with people and, and realize that we've got some really amazing women out there who deserve a, a lot more limelight than they get. It's so true. And sometimes it's difficult for us to even um, begin the conversation with others. Uh, first of all, I want to be clear that what you do is not just uh, about inviting women or asking women to be a part of it. Yes, that's what it is for the festival, of course, women. But we want everybody in the audience. We want teenagers. We want girls. We want husbands. We want brothers. We want everyone in the room that says, yes, women should be making um, you know, equal pay. And I thought when it was the big... Um, March on Washington, the Women's March, I, mean, I really thought that we were on our way, that this was going to be something that we pay attention to for a long time. Yet, you know, when you bounce from one thing to another, well, we still have those conversations, but not enough of them. How does Rock What You Got ensure that the conversation continues? You know, we keep looking for partners who are all in the same mission. I mean, we've been reaching out to different nonprofit organizations who are actually doing the hard work, and we've um, made some connections with, with groups like Women Act who are out there um, making conversations with people. And so getting in front of that is a lot of our work. I mean, we're, we're creating messaging. We are uh, working with the community. But, you know, I'm telling you, I mean, women are really busy. And they've got kids, and the pandemic has, has really taken a toll on all of our income and our time and our health and our, our livelihoods and our, our reason for feeling, feeling happy. And so, you know, when you're working on all of that, it's hard to keep the, the eye on um, the, the justice movement. And that's across the board, right? 
Right, across the board. So where do you go to fill up? That's one of the questions I really like to ask women who are constantly pouring themselves out. Some people say they go to their families and try to fill up again to be ready to get out there and keep working at what this passion is that you have. So where do you go to fill out? Fill up. Well, yeah. I, you know, I spend most of my time finding really interesting and cool people to go spend time with and listen to and hear what they're working on. Um, I get real a, a lot of joy in um, really taking a, a you know that moment to find out what makes other people happy. So I schedule a lot of those kinds of you know pump you know put the gas in and film fill me up moments, and so that it happens by seeing all the the good work that other people are doing and getting out there and then sharing it with others. Yeah, and speaking of good work, I mean, you also have your podcast that you do, and I know uh, CCO. We don't normally talk about others' podcasts, but it's interesting. You really talk about things a lot of women talk about in private, and you get a chance to let anybody listen to it that want to listen to it. What has been the biggest challenge for you in getting the message out about what you really feel about how women don't really understand who they are or how much they are valued? Well, there, there is a lot out there in the marketplace, right, in terms of what you can hear and listen to. And, you know, when you're promoting something, you, you know, you, that reach is somewhat complicated. One of our challenges always is that, you know, the social media uh, gods out there, they like to think that, you know, the work we're doing is very controversial. And so sometimes it's just hard to get our message out that way because we're, we're seen as, as a political organization, which is so interesting to me when we're, we're primarily just sharing um, the good works of people. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that messaging is almost impossible sometimes. I agree uh, with that. And so it must there. be. And also, yeah. I'm just going to tell you that, you know, talking about really fun, interesting things that we all sit and talk to each other about has been really rewarding. I mean, we, no topic is off limits on our podcast. Exactly. So here we are talking about it again. I mean, every year you do several events. You don't just do one big event. You do lots of big events. And I want to talk about how that has has come around. Not only are you looking for artists, various artists, but comedians have really been a big piece of those that you're making sure that, hey, you deserve to get paid equal pay. Right. Well, I mean, because there's been this longstanding idea that women aren't funny, and, and can't be funny. And the, and the thing is, is that women's lives are hilarious sometimes. And the stories they have to share are really resonate with people, everybody. And so finding a way to get more of that kind of humor out there helps all of us feel like we're normal and brings a lot of joy. It's been one of the blessings over the last two years of, of really working with some pretty amazing, funny, and really enjoyable women who are, who are making change in the world of comedy. Well, as you know, the big Minnesota State Fair is happening right now, and uh, there's a lot going on with the weather. Um, there's been a lot going on with people trying to figure out, is it safe? And then, of course, as we keep going, we start going, oh, everything's okay. It's going to be all right. Every now and then, people wear, if you want to wear masks, that's on you. And so this big event that's coming up on September 25th and 26th, tell us about it first, and then tell us about the COVID, COVID protocols that you've uh, put in place. Right. So it's called the Pay Gap Festival. And it's a combination of entertainment on our stage, which is comedy 
and music in a variety show. And that stage is filled full of more than 30 women, all at the, the very stages of their careers. We have a marketplace in the West End Market at the State Fair Grounds, which is where we're going to have this. And that part is free, so you can get a ticket, see some amazing talent, or you, and or you can come and do some shopping with some local makers. Almost all of them are women and BIPOC, and they're absolutely amazing. For protecting people, I mean, we're spreading out. We have this very big area. We're going to make it really safe for people. Just like a lot of promoters and venues, we have decided to require vaccinations and uh, testing for those people who have tickets to the shows. And then we're asking all the unvaccinated people to wear masks in the outdoor area. The goal here is to make this a safe place for everybody. And, you know, it's been really hard on promoters like us and venues. And we're just trying to get open. Um, our largest festival, you mentioned the Twin Cities Women's Expo, which has changed to the Rockwich Gap Festival. It, we're going on potentially three years of not having that event. And it's mm-hmm. been really challenging to figure out how we're going to get out there and do the work that we've, we find great joy in doing. Do you believe that women are convinced, um, whether they're young women that are just going into college or they're graduating from high school, do you believe that they truly understand what you're trying to do here? Um, because when you talk about equal pay, I, I have nieces and nephews that are much younger than me. And, you know, I, I, I know of a few of them that are really into that, but some just don't talk about it. Well, I think one of the challenges always in terms of pay equity is that when you're younger, you start out kind of the same with people. I, I sort of remember even in the 80s when I got my first job that, you know, when you're first starting out, your pay, the difference really doesn't seem that big. It's as you're sort of growing in your career, and if you are a woman who has and takes time off to have babies, you start to fall behind. And so it is challenging to get people there, and it sneaks up on them. One day they think they're equal, and the next day they found out that somebody who's lower than them in a different position, who's a man, is getting paid more than them. And that still happens. You know, I, I wish we could get people to sort of see the light earlier, but there are things that can happen, like sharing what people get paid. That that used to be a taboo for a long time. And, you know, encouraging young people to say, hey, and I think they're open to that. Like, this is what I make. What do you make for the same work? And, you know, even in entertainment, I think that has been the mystery when I got into this work. Like, nobody knows what everybody makes. And that's it's one so of the true. challenges. Yep. You know? I mean, we want to celebrate people who are finding ways to get what they're worth, and then raising up other people to say, it's okay to ask, too, for what you want. We're going to take a few minutes to take a break, but when we come back, I want to ask you about the lineup, which is awesome. (laughs) I want to make sure people know how awesome this event is going to be and that tickets are still available. So uh, Buffy Bleasy is the owner of Rock What You Got. She has worked really hard with the team uh, getting this uh, the word out since what, 2018 or 2017 you started? Yeah, 2018 we bought bought the expo. So yeah, so we've we've spent a couple years and a COVID uh, pandemic. So you know. Yeah, it's been tough. It's been tough on everyone, but you are still driving it and I love you for that. We're going to take a break and we'll be back with Buffy as we wrap this up. 
Tecovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity, and I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tecovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade, handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit Tacovas.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and point your toes west. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. It is now 7.54 here at WCCO, and as we move to the end of this hour with Buffy Bleasy, we really want to make sure that you know all about the pay gap. And, of course, she's been telling us about it, but you haven't heard about all of the comedians and the artists that are performing. My sister Javita and I will be performing out there. We just had a very successful run over at Crooners, and we cannot wait to perform for you on the 26th. But this is a two-day festival, right, Buffy? It sure is, and I am so proud and excited about the people we were putting on stage that weekend. I mean, they're they're really top notch. Very amazing. Yeah, and tell us about some of the comedians that you have yeah. this time. Yeah, so we have a half day. This is the beauty of this festival. You can choose your experience. So if you love comedy on Saturday mid afternoon, you can come and see Mary Jo Peel of Mystery Science Theater and Mary Mack of Hulu's Solar Opposite, all local all nationally known, really fabulous, and it's going to be hosted by Miss Santa Paul. And then we have Tiffany Norton and Maggie Ferris. Um, one of the things I, I love, too, is we've got some theater there, too, a little sketch improv with Michelle Hutchins, Hutchison. So, you know, that whole morning is just going to be really fun and powerful. Very powerful. And then, of course, with the artists, I know that Jamicia Bennett is joining you this year. She is with her entire band, like ten piece band. So we're gonna make room oh, yeah. on that stage for the entire entire group. We have Annie Mack and Annie Mack, yes. Annie Mack's <laughs> gonna be there as well. This is Saturday night music. We've got Aaron Schwab and also Annie and the Bang Bang. So four really amazing fun bands um to close yeah. out our Saturday. And then on Sunday you have We have a variety show. We got you. Jerilyn and Jarita Steele <laughs> closing us out. But here's the big fun piece. We have nationally known 
and uh, comedian and writer and host Judy Gold is coming Judy to town. Judy Gold. So, oh, my gosh. Yeah, and she's, uh, you know, she used to write for the Rosie O'Donnell show. She's been a really kind of a fun power us, and we are excited to bring her. She's not been in Minnesota for a while, and uh, if you love Judy Gold, you got to get there to that. We also have... One other thing, Martini and Olive, if you, um, they used to be, um, really a wonderful Christmas show played every single year. They're coming to town just for our, our piece. And so they'll be, um, bringing that up along with some magic with Suzanne, the magician and waltzing on waves. So you have a whole day on Sunday of variety, uh, that you can't not miss. It's going to be right. fun. And if people want to see the show, great. If you want a hybrid, tell us about the hybrid very quickly. Yeah, so you, we are uh, live streaming all of this with our production company. We have our own um, video production company, and so this entire weekend is going to be live streamed. You can buy a ticket for it, and you can view it anytime for 30 days after. If you get a regular ticket and you come in person, we will give you that link, and you can rewatch what you loved the first time for 30 days. And where do they go for tickets? RockWhatYouGotLive.com RockWhatYouGotLive.com Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be a blast. We got our band ready to go, honey. It's going to be slamming, (laughs) y'all. Love you, Buffy. You take care, honey. It's going to be slamming. Love you, too. We'll see you soon. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much for uh, sticking and staying with us right here on WCCO. We'll be back in just a minute. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Sometimes you need a change of pace. That includes your finances. Get smart with your budgeting with financial tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's trusted experts will set future you up for success by untangling today's web of financial misinformation. Learn about smart investing strategies, tax planning pointers, and travel tips to save on a fun family getaway. Maybe somewhere tropical? Spring ahead for smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.